0: Welcome to the Modern Day Mystic Podcast, where healers, holistic practitioners, and intuitive coaches come to heal the wounded healer within and activate their abundant healer energy to become the high-value mystics they were born to be. I'm your host, Tamsa Elin Stahl. Welcome to the show. What does it really take to have a high-value program? This is such an important topic to discuss because I think quite often people way over it in their mind, thinking, OK, if I'm going to charge thousands of dollars, I must need some things. You know, most of us have realized that in order to make a bigger return on investment, it requires an investment. And usually the larger the return we expect, the larger the investment is that it takes. Which, by the way, if you haven't realized that your business will require an investment, it will. Whether you're creating something and you're buying supplies, whether it is your time and energy, whether it is paying for your website, whether it's hiring a coach, a mentor, absolutely. But these can be the best investments you ever make. Definitely. You know, if, if my stocks, if my return on investment from my stocks was like what it is from my, my coaching business, man, oh, man, it would be really, really nice. Let me just tell you. So let's talk about what it really takes, though, because there are some things that are required for having a high value program. And the first one is mindset, and I know right now mindset is a hot topic. The last couple of years, everyone's been talking about mindset, talking about you know having a positive mindset. This is what I've noticed, especially in the healing industry. Often, my clients and even myself had done years and years and years worth of healing work, years, but never reprogrammed their mind for success for abundance, never really learned how to step into that abundant healer energy. This is why I'm such a big believer that we must heal the wounded healer within and activate our abundant healer energy. And we all have both, in my opinion. I do believe we each have a wounded healer within us. i have yet to meet a single person that doesn't. And that's a part of us that feels like you know, maybe I shouldn't charge for this. I just want to help people. Maybe it, you know, like we just have all these excuses and reasons for ourselves why we shouldn't build successful businesses. We don't want to be seen as greedy. We don't want to be just money driven. We want to help everyone. And if we charge premium prices, that means we can't help everyone. Let me tell you, If you can't pay your bills and you have to go work a nine to five just to make sure you can survive, you likely aren't going to have the energy or the time to help many people. But if you are getting paid from your business, what often happens is the more income you generate, the more creativity and inspiration you're going to have to create the free things, the things that don't cost anything or write the book. Or, you know, create the YouTube channel. Do all those things where you can help people who can't actually afford to work with you. So mindset is number one. Learning how to program our mind for success and how to really activate and step into really embody that abundant healer energy. you got the wounded healer, but you also have the abundant healer energy. And that's the biggest thing. We want to heal that wounded healer within and activate and embody our abundant healer energy because the more we can operate from that energy the more we will build a business that is set up for long-term success and have massive impact in the lives of our clients so that's the first thing the second thing is we need some clarity we need clarity on what is your role this lifetime or in this program that you're going to put together? Is it more of a coaching program? Is it more of a mentoring program? It can be both. I am absolutely both. I am a mentor because I'll say, this is what happened to my business. This is how you can walk these steps. This is the quickest way to do it. This is how I would do it. It's a very boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Step by step. Here's the journey. But I'm also a coach because business isn't one size fits all. And a coach does four main things with their clients. They help them to gain clarity. Gain awareness, realize that they can change and they have a choice, and create an action plan. So if for you, your goals are different than what my goals have been or once were, we can still work together, but it's going to be more coaching than mentoring. Because if I haven't done it myself, then I don't have my own experience to share. But I probably have similar knowledge that's still going to be super, super helpful. So we need clarity. Are you a coach or are you a mentor? hey mystic if you're ready to create your own high value program where you can guide your clients through a deep and powerful transformation head on over to www.highvaluemystic.com. There you'll see how I help my clients go from struggling to book even $40 readings to enrolling $3,000 clients with total ease and alignment. We cover everything from how to package your program, how to position yourself on social media as a go-to expert in your field, how to create client-attracting content, and how to master heart-centered sales. Okay, back to the show. And then we need clarity on who our biz bestie is. Now, as a medium, when I first started hearing about ideal clients, I think there are a lot of people out there who teach niching, niching, whatever you call it, in a very unproductive way. They want to look at how old are they? What kind of car do they drive? What kind of music do they listen to? Do they have tattoos? To me, that doesn't matter. I have had clients who are way younger than me and clients who are decades older than me. And in my opinion, that doesn't matter. What matters is what is this transformation we're guiding our clients through. But we still want clarity on who your biz bestie is. But we want to focus on the things that matter. Because if we don't know who your biz bestie is, you're going to struggle to create a program that anyone wants to buy. You're going to struggle to attract those clients. You're going to struggle to create content that attracts those clients. And you're going to struggle with sales until we have a clear understanding of who our biz bestie is. We have this like rock in the way it's blocking the flow. So we need clarity on that. Then we need clarity on your program how long is it? What's the transformation you're guiding your clients through? What kind of support are you offering them? What kind of technology do you need for that? What kind of, you know, agreement? How do you take payments, this and that, all those technical parts. But it really isn't hard. Once we have that laid out, then we start looking at what else is needed. And it goes back to marketing and sales. Once we have an understanding of how to use social media and how to create content that attracts our biz besties, and also create content that leads to your high value program. If you're talking about things that have nothing to do with your high value program, or if you don't understand how to actually market, and you're just kind of posting on social media to post on social media because someone says you should, likely is I'm going to give you the same results as if you clearly understand marketing. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very, very simple. And then, of course, heart-centered sales. And this is something that I think out of all the topics that I teach my clients, sales is the one that often they come with the most stories in their mind. You know, I held on to this story for a long time. Full disclosure, I was a part of a couple MLM businesses and I sucked. (laughs) Like... I really wanted it to work for me, but it just didn't. It just didn't. I wasn't that person. I just, I don't know what it was. So I had this story in my head that I suck at sales. I suck at sales. That was the story that I held on to. And I looked at sales like they had to be pushy and sleazy and manipulative. And over the years I've invested tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of money into learning sales so that I could develop heart-centered sales. Because in my opinion, this is really the evolved way of selling. And it's never pushy. It's never manipulative. It is simply helping the person you're speaking to discover what's for their highest good. And when we have marketing done right, authentic authority-based marketing, that's really Calling out to your biz besties when we have that piece done right and we partner it with heart centered sales, it is going to attract so many clients into your reality because it all fits together. And often people have said to me, Well, what if I just want you to help me develop my high value program? And I have done a course before where it was just that's all we were focusing on is just the offer. But in my opinion, it's a whole puzzle. It all is like an ecosystem. It all takes one another's support. If we compare it to like a coral reef, I mean it's like it's the fish, it's the coral, it's the water, it's all of these things affect one another. And it's like that in your business as well. Your mindset, your program, your your marketing, your sales, they all go together. And if one of them is disjointed from the rest, the rest are going to suffer. It is an ecosystem. So when we can learn them all together, that becomes incredibly powerful. When I market working with me, I don't market it as a healing program. But it is a healing program because we're going to have to go deep into healing that wounded healer that's within you and activating your abundant healer energy. And the more success we build, the deeper our healing must go. So it really is a journey of continuing to heal, to, to grow, to thrive. And it takes all these pieces coming together to really work together. To really allow our success to build to the place that we want it to be. And when most people hear me talk about things like marketing or sales, you might be listening to this and be like, whoa, Tanza. I just want to like learn how to get more clients. Well, that is marketing. That is sales. But that doesn't mean that it can't be done in a very heart-centered way. We really want to focus on how do we do this? Because it can be done. If you have a phone, a smartphone, you're set. Like That's what you need. You can do this. And then people ask me things like, do I need a coaching certification? Now, full disclosure, I have nothing against coaching certifications. I am all for them. If you need that to give you the confidence, go for it. But I really don't think it's necessary at this point in time. I have one. I took one. But here's the thing is at this point in time, the coaching industry is unregulated. The metaphysical industry is unregulated. If the government ever does decide to regulate it, they're going to have their own programs that we're going to have to go through in colleges and universities. So even some of these really big names, very pricey, I mean, I've seen some that are like $50,000 for a year, coaching programs may not be recognized. And what happens then? If they do decide to regulate it, I mean, I love this industry. I, I will be lined up. I will be ready to sign up and, and go do it. Because I highly doubt that the $6,000 coaching certification I have will be recognized. So it really comes back to your own personal decision. Do you feel you need that piece of paper? I used to be someone who collected certifications. I have a lot of them. They now sit in a Rubbermaid container in my closet, in my office, <laughs> because I realized no one else cares about them. What people cared about was, could I help them to achieve results they're looking to achieve? Was I someone who they felt comfortable with? They also loved to hear, did I do it myself? Could I guide them because this is something that I'd done? They cared more about my experience and my life than where I learned how to do this. So like I said, if you really feel like you need one, absolutely go for it. I seriously researched and considered launching a spiritual coaching certification. But like I said, when I realized that this may be something that one day would be obsolete, that didn't feel good to me. Instead, I thought, you know what? I'm going to teach people how to create an awesome high value program. I'm going to teach them how to market it using social media, and I'm going to teach them how to master heart-centered sales so that they can get clients into their program because that is where the transformation is going to happen for them. And that is where their confidence will really build is through working with their clients and watching people as they transform. They're going to learn so much more from the doing than just from the learning. And for a lot of people too, I will say this, when I was going through my coaching certification, a lot of it was recommending me read certain books. A lot of them were skills and things that I actually was already doing with my clients. Most of the clients who are drawn to me are natural coaches and they've been coaching people their entire lives. And so for me, I was like, this just doesn't really feel necessary. And I've even had clients who have shared with me One client in particular, she is like me. She's forever a learner. She's always investing. And I remember teaching this class on a call about supporting our clients through transformation. And she was like, you know, Tans, in 30 minutes, you just taught everything and more than I learned in a year-long coaching certification. And I was like, wow. Like, what a compliment. But like I said, for some people, they really feel they need that. So if you're one of those people, awesome. Go find an incredible coaching certification that you feel really good in and rock it. But if you're like me and you're like, I don't know. I don't know if I see that as something that I really need. I believe in my work. I believe in my modalities. I believe in the knowledge I already have. I believe in my own ability to support a client through helping them to gain clarity, gain awareness, recognize they can change and have a choice, creating an action plan, Or if you're more of a mentor and you're like, I have all this great knowledge to teach and share and lead, whether it's astrology, intuitive development, mediumship development, about chakras, maybe it's about numerology, astrology, whatever it is. If you're looking at that and you're like, no, I have lots of knowledge, great we can create a high value program that will help your clients to transform their lives. And I say this confidently because I have helped hundreds of clients to develop high value programs and not just develop them, but get clients into them consistently, create an income, create a business that's actually a business, not just guiding them through something and then giving them a piece of paper to hang on the wall, but actually having the impact that they crave to have. So what do we need to have a high value program? We need to have an open mind. We need to ask, what else is possible? Am I open to this way of working? Do I feel what I have is valuable? And I also will say this, I am yet to meet a single person who has nothing that could become a high value program from my perspective. I've had people who come in who go, I don't know if I have what it takes to develop a high value program and then develop incredible programs. So you need to believe in what you know or your ability to support someone. You need to create that high value program and clearly know what's inside it. What kind of support are you offering? How long is it? What's the investment? All those parts. And then you need to know how to market. And I don't just mean pretty pictures or pretty quotes or pictures of your lunch that are not going to get you clients, but how do we actually create content that attracts clients? And how do we do heart-centered sales so that we never feel weird or pushy or any of those things while we are selling? Because selling should feel natural and exciting and being of service. Because think about this. I'm here making this podcast right now. Let's say 20 people listen to this episode. If two of those 20 people go, you know what? I want Tanza's help. I want her to help me create my high value program. I want her to help teach me how to create content that attracts clients using social media. And I want her to teach me how to do heart-centered sales. If two people say, yes, I want to work with Tanza, and they go and they sign up and they join the High Value Mystic Accelerator, they are going to transform the lives of their clients. They're going to be able to go... Yes, okay, this is what's inside my program. This is how I create content that I share on social media. This is how I do heart centered sales. And because they're changing their clients' lives, they're going to view it like when they show up to sell, that they are being of service. Because can you imagine how selfish it would be if, and this is an extreme example, but imagine you had the cure for cancer. Would you be saying, oh, I can't sell because that feels weird? Or would you be saying, this is saving lives. I need to go shout this from the freaking rooftops because this is going to save lives, save families. Would you hold on to the story that selling felt weird or avoid doing it? Or would you go shout your message from the rooftop? And generally, I will add this on, Generally, from my perspective, my experience, when someone is struggling with imposter syndrome, what they really are struggling with is their authentic authority message because they don't know what is their authentic, meaning real, authority message. They're unsure what makes them a leader or what makes them unique or what it is that they've come here to do. And once we understand that, no longer is there this comparison of, oh, you know, maybe I should just do this because I saw so-and-so do that and that worked for them. It's like, no, this is my message. This is my dharma. This is what I came here to do. Once we have that, all imposter syndrome, it's gone. It's gone. And my guess is, is you already have knowledge or a modality or an energy that you know the world needs. It's just, how do I package this up in a way that allows me to build a business that can have success for a lifetime? Maybe it's building a legacy that will live on long after you and I have left our physical form this lifetime. My guess is, if you're here, you already know that you have something really, really fucking special. And it's just more... How do I get this out into the world? And if that's you, I want you to know it can be done. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to take you 18 years. Absolutely, it will take some effort. I am not saying that there's just an easy button. It will take some effort. It will take some energy. But there's a big difference between effort and hard right? It doesn't have to be hard, but it will take energy and it will take effort. Absolutely. But there is a way. I have the steps and I'm happy to show you. That's a wrap on this episode of the Modern Day Mystic podcast. Don't forget to follow the show so that you're notified as soon as new episodes drop. And also come on over and connect with me on IG or Facebook at Tamsie Lynn. Or if you're really looking to learn more and have more support and community as you grow your spiritual business, pop on over to the Modern Day Mystics Facebook group community. Me and eight, thousand other mystics will be cheering you on along the way. And if this show has been super helpful for you, be sure to share it on over to your social media and tag me at Tansy Lynn so I can follow you back and celebrate with you as you win. And if you're really serious about growing your business and you just feel called to launch a high value program and you're looking for support around doing that, check out www.highvaluemystic.com.